ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Hola, amigos. We are off and running. Happy Monday to you at GCAT underscore one seven. It's the way to follow over on Twitter. Our thanks to Maddie. Our thanks to Ken Burkwood, John 4K for filling in last week. Oh, we got some things to talk about today, don't we? Love to hear from you. Give us a buzz. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. And of course, you can always tweet at us at ESPN Radio Nola. Jordan, the intern's got a couple of interesting and fun uh questions of the day here already remember it is a short week for the new orleans saints it's thursday in their world yesterday they practiced and had their wednesday practice so we'll hear from head coach sean payton what he had to say on the cowboys and really where they're going i don't know if this means anything or not but you know how i've told you in the past kind of uh after the quarterback situation began as to who's going to start or not i said you know normally they're wednesday is there data at a quarterback that starts the game will talk? And then for two weeks, you know, you didn't have Trevor Simeon or Hill. You were kind of trying to keep you guessing. And they did that, and, you know, then it was Trevor. Well, he, no quarterback, possibly, as in Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill, has been made available yesterday or scheduled as of now to be made available. Take that for what you want. The big news, though, this morning in the upcoming matchup is the fact that up to eight Dallas Cowboys have tested positive for COVID-19, including head coach Mike McCarthy. He's already been ruled out for Thursday's game against the Saints. So the Cowboys will not have Mike McCarthy, their head coach, on the line. Remember Dan Quinn, former Falcons head coach, is on that staff and is also on uh, the defensive coordinator. So all of that is going on here in the game. That's just one thing to touch about. Of course, I would probably say one of the bigger topics over the weekend, especially since the Saints didn't play on Sunday, had to be the two announcements on the head coaching moves that possibly had to deal with either LSU or not. And that is, of course, the surprise after Saturday night that the Oklahoma Sooners losing to Oklahoma State in Bedlam after the game. And Coach Lincoln Riley was asked about the LSU job. He stopped the reporter mid-question about, look, I'm not going to be the next head coach at LSU, and then said next question when the follow-up happened. Well, he wasn't lying. He had agreed to become the head coach at USC. That was announced yesterday. It's a move that many across the country nationally are talking about, obviously, about what it means for college football, how big a hire for USC, et cetera, et cetera. I know a lot of LSU fans wanted that direction to go. I wasn't on that board or that train. That's just me. It's my opinion. A lot of LSU fans wanted that. There is a large contingent of LSU fans and media that are all about this big game, big name sort of thing. We'll get to that on the show here as well. Marlon Fayright will join us at 2.15. We'll discuss that. I have been saying for a while, I would have loved Billy Napier. You know that already. We have him Tuesdays on the show. After every Tuesday, you know how I feel. 
I've just been saying that is a that is a smart hire, good hire. And it has been laughable the last several weeks when his name's been popping up here and there to that school or that school to hear the amount of people that literally don't know anything about him. Can he coach against the big boys? Which is laughable because other than really Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, I could probably give you one thing or two about each coach that make me go, huh, they're either a one-trick pony or are they really, quote-unquote, a big boy in the world of coaching in terms of what is a big boy? Can you run a program? Can you recruit? Can you coach up your players? Can you win when you don't have facilities and a name brand that basically gets you a massive head start in the world of recruit? Can you do that? Can you do that when, I don't know, two, 3,000 show up a game? Like, can you do that? The win over the weekend was their 11th straight for the Cajuns. He's now 15 and 1 November. Can your team play when it matters well? Do they not make mistakes? Things of that nature. Again, I can go on and on. I know I'm not attached to Billy Napier's agency. I wish I was, but I'm not. I just find it funny. Literally, per reports, the only target that Florida had was him. Not good enough for LSU fans, not good enough for Baton Rouge. The only target. Florida had. And again, you can say, well, Florida and LSU is the better athletic. I'm just saying Florida's been winning national championships in baseball. They've won several in basketball. They, they've pretty good in football. They got facilities, but not, not good enough, of course, for LSU. It's just, it's just, it's just silly to me. Just know who it is. If you want to say you prefer different people, that's fine. But I'm just saying one university thought he was the only guy that they wanted. I think it's a great hire for them. Sad to see him leave, obviously, the Cajuns. But they've won four straight division titles. They're hosting the conference title game this weekend. And look, we have Scott on for me, ESPN 1420 in Lafayette on Wednesdays. If you ever follow him on Twitter, he's the first one to be like, we got to have more than like a 1,000 people at Thursday night games on ESPN and Saturday games. So I'm interested to see what he's going to be able to do over there. Anyway, I would have loved to see him. It's not him. It's not Lincoln Riley. Yesterday, if you follow Twitter, Lane Kiffin was having himself some fun. Now, if you follow Lane Kiffin on Twitter, you know, he likes to tweet at Nick Saban. I mean, he he has fun on Twitter, and he likes to troll. So he, he, he dropped a tweet, I don't know if you saw it, of a Louisiana license plate. Did you see that? Then a little bit later, there was a tweet of a private jet. On a runway. Door open. Looks like it's fueled up, ready to go. And the only words on the tweet were, big game hunting, in quotes. So that first tweet, I was like, oh, oh. Because as the Lincoln Riley and Napier News was made official yesterday by both schools, obviously, well, who does LSU get? Those are two names that I thought were attached and would have liked and things of that nature. Riley goes to USC. Napier goes to Florida. And you start going down the list, right? Aranda supposedly has a contract extension in the works. Should be finalized in the next couple of days. That's what these, these are reports at the beginning of the weekend, right? Over the Thanksgiving holidays. You have, obviously, the Michigan State coach, Mel Tucker, getting a massive extension, 10 years, $95 million, right? I mean, so all of these different coaches, so, so who gets? Is it now Kentucky's Stoops? Well, that's now the target of 
maybe Oklahoma and things like that. So who, who's out there? It's one of our questions of the day. Tiger fans, who, with all the moves and decisions that have been made this weekend, who do you want to see pop up on Twitter or hear the announcement? Who is it that you would like to see the next head football coach of LSU? Tigers getting a win over the weekend against Texas A&M in exciting fashion as something that I'm going to get into again with Marlon Favorite. It's just it's remarkable to me, right? It's an exciting win. They played well at times, right? Look, the offensive line is what it is. It's just baffling to me. I'm not going to name names. Maybe at least later, but I don't know. But the amount of LSU media that cover the Tigers that just absolutely trash Max Johnson. And I know fans do. Look, fans are fans. Right? I don't always agree with a lot of the takes that fans have, but fans, I guess, will just be fans. If a player does well, fantastic! When they don't, he's terrible. Holds on to the ball. To I said this during the Arkansas Monday after the Arkansas game, in which I got to sit with my guys on the Arkansas game day set and watch them break down LSU film. Again, a quarterback at Arkansas, Dallas Cowboys quarterback, a safety and a Hall of Honor member in Ken Hamlin, and a member of the Seahawks and Cowboys, they, 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 they know the game. And to listen to them break down how poorly coached LSU is and the deficiencies at the snap of a ball was almost Iowa. Like, I, I can feel it. I can sense it and see it being on the sidelines and covering teams. I'm like, man, I've said it for a while. I'm like, this is a poorly coached team. And whatever, you can sort of see that. And there's a difference to me from being poorly coached to that person just doesn't have the talent. I honestly don't know what you want Max Johnson to do. By the way, the kid that I saw several LSU media members absolutely trash for a good part of that game. Right? Um, made this play. A&M. Bringing up the backers near the line. Here's the snap to Johnson. Here comes the blitz. Throws it one-on-one. Looking downfield. Caught! Jere Jenkins at the six. Into the end zone. Touchdown! Fighting Tigers! He took the right pylon with him. An absolute dime. Of course, that's Chris Blair, voice of the LSU Tigers. We have him on Thursdays to talk Tiger football, basketball as well, on the LSU Sports Radio Network. You could not have thrown a better football than that. By the way, did you notice he got killed? Again. Defender in his chest, destroying him. Again. Dime. I just, I just, before we kill this kid, which seems to be the thing, especially, and I get it. I'm not saying it's the only fan base that does it, but it is remarkable. You love you love these kids during recruiting day. Like coming up next week, right? Next Wednesday, December. Gonna love every single five star and four star. Then they get on the field, they don't play well. Who's the next guy? It's just remarkable to me. And I understand it's not just trust me, I get it. But when you have such a poorly coached team, no run game essentially, and a horrible offensive line. It's just remarkable how so many people are ready to move on. Convinced. I love the tweets. He's just not that guy. I read that. Seriously. Beginning of the fourth quarter. That guy that you are so convinced that is not that guy. 
threw an absolute dime for a game-winning touchdown. I have seen covering quarterbacks, college and professionally, get hit less than Max Johnson has over the season and start to see ghosts. Maybe there's a reason he's holding on to the football. Maybe guys aren't getting open. Or maybe he thinks he's about to get killed again. I'm just just saying. It is remarkable to me. Absolute dime. Same guys probably crushing this kid after that touchdown. Go Tigers! Yeah! It's, it's incredible. So, anyway, that's just my two cents. I had to get that off my chest. Because I'm just following it on social media. And I mean absolutely crushing. Crushing. Yet so many people, you know, obviously, uh, sad to see Coach O, that final game. They love the guy and everything. After the game, the guy says he had no idea what play was called. He had no headsets. That's why he's leaving, folks. <laughs> More people are concerned about his feelings than the kid you're killing on social media that threw a dime to win the game. It's nuts. Anyway, so who do you want to be your head coach? I gave you my two cents. I would have loved to have been Billy Napier. It's not. He's now the Gators coach. Who is out there? I see a lot of people this morning from ESPN Baton Rouge folks to local media that it's going to be a name that Scott Woodward's kept close to his that Nobody's been talking about it. So somebody that hasn't been named. Okay, well, who is it? Who would you like to see? Is it Iowa State's head coach? Still think they go after the Bearcats head coach. Who, who, tell me. I'd love to get your opinion on it, either one way, shape, or form. Uh, we're going to touch on the Saints here as well. Next segment, Sir Lawrence of the Holder. Larry is going to join us. We'll get his thoughts on the Saints. I, I don't. I didn't get a chance to tell you what I saw and felt on Thursday. I don't need much time. As I see, i got to go to break in two minutes. I can do it in about 30 seconds. I don't know what you expect or want the Saints to do when you literally have what's on the field on Thursday night against the Bills. I no Ingram, no Camara. I don't know what you want. Sean Payne after the game said they knew Taysom Hill could not play, but he was healthy enough to be a backup, whatever the heck that means. It's the only logical conclusion you could have made before he even told you that as to why Taysom Hill hasn't seen the snap. Two straight games, the guy hasn't seen the snap. He's not healthy. Foot issue. I mean it's the only logical thing. Now, logically if he's healthy, with the offense struggling that way, you would assume that he's going to play and probably quarterback at some point this season. Y- you got to imagine he is soon, right? Falcons lost, Titans lost, Eagles lost, Bills lost, four straight. What do you got to lose? So it really boils down to that. We will see as the injury reports continue. What do you expect and you know, if Taysom Hill is going to be your starting quarterback moving forward. If he's healthy, I don't see why you wouldn't try, especially after that new deal. So we'll take a break and we'll ask Larry about that. We'll get his thoughts on the LSU head coaching search as well. That is our only guest this hour. If you'd like to chime in, again, 800-998-1003 is the way to give us a buzz in our conversation. At 115, Rafael Esparza will join us. Marlon Favorite, 215, will talk Tiger football. And then at 230, Daniel Salas and Pels will take on the L.A. Clippers tonight. You can hear the game right here on ESPN New Orleans. They split in Utah, which is something that I thought you would, you'd be happy to do. Oh, by the way, 
this week, Zion's going to have his first practice, right? Huh? We'll talk all about that and more. We're just getting started. Sports Hangover. Thank you for tuning us in. We'll try to entertain you all the way to about 3 o'clock. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold Report is brought to you by Rogers Parts, your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know-how in Lockport, La Rose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labanieville. While the NFL played 11 games on Sunday, the Saints had their Wednesday practice as they prepped for Dallas on Thursday night. Head coach Sean Payton gave his impressions of what he sees when he puts on Cowboys tape. You see the speed on tape. I think they're getting a lot of takeaways defensively. Uh, I think they do a great job with their rush and coverage plans relative to who they're playing. Offensively, they've got really good balance when they run the ball. When they run the ball for 100 yards or more, they're an unbeaten team this year. they got explosive players at the receiver position. They have a quarterback who's playing at an outstanding level and one of the better offensive lines we've, we've faced. So, you know, the, the first impressions when you watch them is their talent, their coaching. Uh, defensively, Dan's done a great job in his first year, you know, getting that group to play fast, play hard. They really get after the passer. And you have to defend a lot when you see their offense. The NFC South on Sunday saw the Falcons beat the Jags 21-14. The Dolphins spanked the Panthers 33-10. And the Bucks came back to beat the Colts 38-31. Saints and the boys Thursday night 7-20. Dallas is a five-point favorite. For more on the Black and Gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold report has been brought to you by Rogers Parts. Your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know-how in Lockport, La Rose, Galliano, Morgan City, Labanieville. Napa know-how. Rogers Parts, your local distributor of high-quality Napa Auto Parts, marine and industrial supplies, has what you need to keep your vehicle rolling safely down the road. Whether it's repair or maintenance, Napa has the parts to help you make your vacation destination. Getting ready for that big fishing trip, they have quality marine parts to help keep your boat going. So stop by one of Rogers Parts five locations, Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labadeville, and talk with one of their ASE parts specialists. Rogers Parts, they've got the Napa know-how. Sunrise in the blue skies, birds flying through paradise, a little bit longer, another day stronger, somebody smiling down on me with those warm days and cooler nights, friends and family and candlelights. Feels like I've been running, but something better's coming. Don't wanna have to wait and see. This feels like home. It's where I wanna be. And all the troubles that come and go can never take you away. This feels like life. Like it's meant to be. Cause when I see you smiling, you know I can't deny it. Feels like coming home to me. Rouse's Markets knows there's no place like home for the holidays. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hi, welcome back. Sports Hangover covers the New Orleans Saints, covers the Pels, the Tigers as well. He is just the master of everything. So Lawrence of the Holder for The Athletic. How are you, Larry? Goose, I am good. How are you today? I'm doing fine. I had to get a little something off my chest earlier in the segment. Uh, I gotta love fans and media crushing, you know, 
athletes such as Max Johnson throws the game winner, same media and fan that all of a sudden he's a tired. <laughs> so they were crushing him, man. It hasn't been the LSU season they wanted for sure, but Larry, who's coaching them next year? <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you want to buy a lottery ticket? I guess that's, that's where we are at this point because, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think that, uh, you get caught up in the rumor mill and, uh, it, it, of course, people were uh, talking about Lincoln Riley being the guy. And uh, it's funny because sometimes you get caught up in that. And I'll just go back to uh, what our national reporter, uh, Bruce Feldman, uh, reported yeah. uh, actually probably about a week ago. was saying that Lincoln Riley was not going to LSU and people were just we don't want to see that. We just think it's going to happen, and it hasn't happened. And so now uh, he's going to USC, and Billy Napier is now, uh, of course, in Florida. And where does this leave LSU? And now Oklahoma has a, a coaching opening and uh, other schools out there as well. And so uh, I, I can understand why there could be some angst because who's out there? Who's left? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think it's uh, – you have to wonder if maybe they had someone in mind all along or now they're left scrambling. And I mean, we're never going to probably get the, uh, the truthful full answer on that. But uh, mm-hmm. I understand where people are coming from and wondering what, what is going on. I mean, I thought LSU was this great job. And now, uh, now they're, they almost seem like they're being left behind a little bit. Does it, it definitely seems Larry, like a lot of coaches whose names were initially associated with a rightfully wrong or not. And you know how agents work. You're, you're very familiar with how agents will get coaches extensions or uh, a little more money during coaching searches. We've seen it with the Saints. We've seen it here as well. Um, are you, what about the, the, the side of things where certain fans and media members go, well, it's just Scott Woodward being Scott Woodward. He, he never details who he wants. So it's maybe somebody they haven't talked about. How much truth do you think that is? And then who could that be? Well, I, that's, I think the interesting question here is, and I, that's basically kind of what I alluded to. I don't know if you're ever going to get a, a really straight answer on that because you always hear whenever they hire a coach, oh, you know, he was our top candidate, this, that, and the other, even though sometimes you know that's not the truth. And so, uh, <laughs> I mean, for me to pull someone out of the air, uh, I think here, I think truthfully that Jimbo Fisher might still be in play. I mean, that's, really? that, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but it's, it's something that uh, they're very close, uh, you know, good relationship, uh, and – who knows? Uh, maybe that's the case. I'm not saying that is, but I'm just I'm, at this point. That's kind of where we are. We're kind of grasping at straws here, and uh, you know, maybe someone like uh, you know Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Uh, you know, because I would have said Dave Miranda, but it seems like he's he's off the table as well. And uh, you know, it, it's uh, <laughs> what if what if they pull off some crazy uh, coup and go get like you know Dabo Sweeney. Uh, maybe they pull that off. I don't know. Uh, it, but it, it's something that uh, it, it seems like this hire may come out of left field. What if Lane Kiffin isn't actually trolling us? What if he's just actually right. going <laughs> to right. be going to Louisiana? So uh, it's uh, uh, Or is it Mark Stoops from Kentucky? Or is it someone from the NFL totally kind of off the wall? I mean, you're seeing reporting about how Oklahoma uh, would want to hire – 
uh, Cliff Kingsbury from the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, is that a just an agent ploy to get him a raise, or is that real? And so I think that's that's what we got to look at here. But you know, I, we're literally you and me are just throwing names at the wall and seeing uh, what, what's there at this point because uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know some of the big boy jobs have been filled, and, and LSU has not had that happen yet. Larry Holder of The Athletic, his thoughts on what's going on. I guess we just have to wait and see, right? I, I, whether it's Kiffin with the troll job, which is great, or somebody that we don't know that could be likely still in the bowl game or in a, I guess, conference title game, Larry, because I would think this, right? Coach O said Saturday, deuces. He's in Destin. So the O-line coach is coaching the bowl game. We saw Lincoln Riley announce it after their regular season uh, ended. Billy Napier still, you know, coaching the Cajuns, but he was announced. So the only thing that would make me think as to why it hasn't been announced, it was either maybe one of those or they, they got a game to play this weekend and they don't want it to be a distraction. That, that, that would be my guess. So just kind of looking at the conference games, uh, conference championship games this week. I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to like, you know, read the tea leaves here as to where it would be. As to who would possibly still be available here that's playing this weekend. For a conference game, you got Oregon. Could it be, you know, uh, their head coach there, Baylor, Dave Aranda? Could it be him? Georgia and Bama, member of his staff, Bill O'Brien's a name that's been thrown out there as well. Cincinnati, uh, they're playing over the weekend for a conference title game. You think any of those schools might be the next head coach for LSU? Well, I would have thought if you're asking, oh, you know, God, teams who were playing this week, I mean, Luke Fickle would have been a guy I would have figured uh, from Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, maybe he's okay where he is, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe he's looking to make a move. Maybe that's their guy. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned uh, Oregon, uh, Mario Cristobal. Maybe, you know, he's someone whose name has kind of been attached just because you're thinking of, you know, up-and-coming coaches who are doing well at programs, and LSU is one of those major, major programs. Uh, so maybe that's the case. But still, uh, and, you know, we're also talking about Cristobal, who is uh, – thinking that they're in the national championship hunt, possibly, so they don't want right. to tarnish that or anything. So it, it, it could be. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of as befuddled as you are. I just don't know what direction they're going. And maybe Scott Woodward's just doing a great job of concealing this, or maybe they are scrambling. And mm-hmm. like I said, we're, not, we're never going to get a clear answer because there's no way publicly he will ever admit, uh, you know, oh, we were scrambling. I mean, that's, yeah. that's never going to happen. So uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, you would think, though, given, uh, you know, the recruiting, this, that, and the other, that uh, and other jobs are being filled, you would think you'd find out something here really soon in the next couple of days. But, uh, hey, we are where we are, and we're just kind of in a holding pattern at this point. Larry Holder covers the Saints as well for the Athletic. Let's get to that. Um, four straight losses. I, I didn't even get angry on Thursday. I, I don't know what you want, honestly. Like, I... I'm talking like the Saints fans. I don't that roster right now in the offense right now is a no Ram Chet, no Ingram, no Camara. That's a good look. I mean, really, right? And that's what we saw: three straight quarters, no points. Finally, again in the fourth. That's garbage time, essentially, after a bit of a beating. Um, Larry, the only thing I can think of is if Taysom Hill, when he gets healthy. He gets to be quarterback, right? I mean, it's not even that it's just all Trevor. It's just he, he got to get something out of that position in, and with his legs. But Hill has a hurt foot. Right. You, you're wondering how much he can actually play the position. I think that's the, 
here's the thing to me. If he was healthy, maybe he would have been in there already. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the big what if. But, yeah, Gus, I'll tell you what. Thursday night, it was when you're listening to the player introductions, they introduce the <laughs> offense. They should never introduce the offense ever again. This like there's no it – was, it was like a preseason game. And they left mm-hmm. their big star player, Teron Armstead, last to get the crowd juice. When you got to introduce your left tackle – as your big juice player uh, for the offense, that's pitiful. Like that, that shows you how bad off they are. And so, uh, you know, it's this offense won't improve until they get some of their pieces back. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we're talking Kamara, we're talking Ingram. Uh, you know, you want to get Ramchek back, uh, but it's not like the offense was super prolific in the first place with those guys. And uh, I'm I'm going to pull a coach. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. there's no one, there's no way I can see this thing improving unless Taysom Hill can give you a spark. So, and is he healthy enough to do that? And it, you know, if he's not, when can he get in there? Um, and now with his new contract, I mean, you better get in there. He's got to, yeah, he's got to give you some. He can't just stand on the sidelines and do nothing uh, for ten million a year. You <laughs> no. know that's just, that's the way it's going to work anymore. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm a. Uh, uh, you know, you're going to be playing Dallas, who's mm-hmm. there, uh, obviously in disarray given the news of Mike McCarthy with COVID. They're not going to be coaching, and they're going to be down a, a bunch of staff members and maybe players. Who knows? They already have been down some of those players, and so. Uh, look, you, you're catching Dallas at a time where, uh, even though they're favored, uh, they're they're not they're not fully intact, and right. so I think that's something that uh, you know if you're if you're obviously Saints fans, they want their team to get the playoffs. So I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, so if there's ever a time that you think you can go and beat Dallas, this might be the time. Yeah, no doubt. Especially very good news that Alvin Kamara, Mark Inger, Ryan Ramchek were back at practice yesterday. And Larry, you know me, I like to always read in the things. Um, no Trevor Simeon available yesterday. Right now, per the Saints Media Relations Department, he, he's not or Taysom Hill. So got to keep them Cowboys guessing. My guess is that may, that's a good thing maybe for Hill uh, coming back. I don't know. We'll see. But they've already reported essentially they're backing off of Ezekiel Elliott, so they won't have him more than likely for this Thursday. they got bigger plans, obviously, to think of it. So you know what, Larry? I think it looks good Thursday night. I think it looks good for a Saints win. It looks better than it did against Buffalo. Buffalo. I'll, I'll, put, it, I'll put it that way. Like, yeah. I'll put it that way. You know, Buffalo is kind of reeling. But, and, and look, yeah, it, it looks better. Like, you know, but here's the thing. It's, you're the Saints, and you look at the schedule, and I know they play the Jets, and I know mm. they play the Dolphins, mm. and I'm not – sitting there and going to guarantee any win at all this year Mm-mm. the rest of the way like you just cannot do it uh it's going to be week to week it's kind of been that way all, all season but now it's more that way than ever uh and of course now we're seeing four straight losses and where do you go from here so uh, yeah, look uh, you you're catching dallas right uh if there's a chance that they want to kind of get themselves back into the the hunt for a wild card spot you need this win and as I just said, this win seems more attainable now than it did even after the Buffalo game, given uh, the, the way that A, Dallas has been playing, and B, the, the, uh, the issues that they're going through. No doubt. Larry Holder, follow him on Twitter, at Larry Holder. Writes about everything over in The Athletic. Thank you so much for your time, sir. 
All right, you're not going to be the new LSU coach, are you? No. Just no, but I, I couldn't have done much worse than some of the others. I, mean, I can clap and just, you know, I got to go get good coordinators and stuff. I just, I'm bummed, dude. I really, I really think Billy Napier would have been a good coach. That's my take. That's just me. I was, I, here's the thing. I would have been on board with that, too. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't get the hang. He's a really good coach. So, Florida, I'm curious. And we're always going to wonder, you know. Yep. Well, especially if they play every year, right? We'll definitely see what happens. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Good to see you. Lee, I see you, sir. Thank you for holding on out of the break. We'll come to you. 800-998-1003. Tiger fans, what your take? Who do you want to be a coach? Saints fans, how do you feel about Thursday? I actually feel really good about Thursday. Not close to saying guaranteeing win, but I'm pretty close. Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. It's the Black Friday sales event at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Welcome to a place where everyone deserves to be better protected where technology has your back, where you can have better protection and keep more money in your pocket, where you can have protection for your car, your home, your phone, and even your digital identity. Welcome to a place where your entire life can be better protected. You're in good hands with Allstate. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Within days of Hurricane Ida making landfall, Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacies were up and running, providing vital medication to our patients and visitors. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding you the lowest cost available on your medications. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let us review your options with you. Located in Rouse's Supermarket on Highway 3235 in La Rose or at the Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff, We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At The King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring The King at 504-909-KING or 888-241. 8766. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengat. Welcome back. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, just got a hold of Wilson Alexander. He covers the Tigers. That's his beat. So we'll talk to him next segment. 1245, Wilson Alexander. Lee, what you got for us, man? Got a lot on the table. What do you want to go with? Oh, my God. Uh, the, the guy you coming up next se- segment. Let me let me tee it up for you so you can segue right into this. All right. The one guy that nobody's talking about um, that we that I heard about over two three weeks ago, listening to Matt Mastona and Ryan Clark was Mike Tomlin for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, basically, without giving anything away, Ryan Clark said. Because, you know, he's had a really good relationship with mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin. Ryan Clark said that if Mike Tomlin got a call 
He would be interested in listening. He would definitely listen because there's something that he has not done and, you know, uh, achieved the highest uh, achievement in college, plus LSU, the, the program that LSU got, the, the prestige that comes with that, and he would be the first African-American head coach in the SEC uh, dealing with, dealing, uh, on the level of dealing with uh, LSU, you know, being the first African-American head coach. Mm-hmm. It, you know, he's not the first in the SEC because I think we had uh, right. Sylvester Crooms, I believe. So, but he would definitely be somebody uh, that may not shy I know away what you're talking about. I, I, I know what you're talking about. I heard it uh, on Matt's show, and I saw him tweeting about it. And I don't know if it was a joke or not, because um, Matt was kind of saying, you know, uh, there it is. It, it's official. It, it got back to Mike Tomlin, and, and this was October 26th. I know exactly what you're talking about, Lee. Mike was asked okay. at a presser. This is what he had to say. Guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in, in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. <laughs> Look, I, I win him. Look, him, Peyton, I mean, he's one of the longest tenured and I know they're not doing very well right now. The Bengals beat them. They need a quarterback. And once they move forward from, you know, Roethlisberger, they'll be back to where they were. I mean, he won 11 in a row last year. So, I mean, but I just, I wanted you to hear it just so maybe you can give me another coach. Cause now, just, yeah, that was now, a denial. You know, when you hear it like that, though, it makes perfect sense. Why would you leave the Pittsburgh Steelers, no, a prestigious organization? No. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes total sense. I, yeah. And I get, I get what he's saying. Right, so give me you another one. Never say never, but give never. That was funny. <laughs> That was fun. Hey, Gus, I'm like I'm like everybody else, man. You know, my thing is, um, we just like we just throwing names around. Who, who's going to be the next coach? We know it's going to be somebody but Ozeron, or will it be somebody but Ozeron? We don't know. I mean, I don't know if Scott Woodward want that kind of egg on his face to have to bring Coach O back. No, he's gone. <laughs> That's not happening. I mean, my man's in Destin. They paid him seventeen to leave. There's no. It's not going to be Coach O coming back. I. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Could it, Here's the thing. I, I got a text a little bit ago from uh, from Ryan, and, and Ryan was like, you know, what about a coordinator that he's very high on? We'll get into it maybe later on in the show and bring it up as well. I, I my, my only thing is, would, quote-unquote, Woodward, with the big game hunting mantra hey, and stuff that he has on him, would you do that? I don't mind this. You know how I feel about this. Go find a good Football coach, go find yes. somebody. I said the same thing when it came to baseball, right? The national media, the local media, fans, it's got to be this guy. It's got to be a name. He has to have won titles. He has to be an LSU guy. I'm like, go find a baseball coach that can win when you don't have 10,000 fans. Go find somebody that can win when you're not the most important sport at your school. Go find that. And and that's how I feel about this football Hire, find a guy that's been. This is why I felt the way about Napier. They got like a thousand people at their games. I mean, like seriously. But he's fifteen and one in November, which means his teams play better in the last month of the season. He, um, you know, it's done everything you can at that school. One division titles, like what? Get somebody that can do that, 
and then hand them 100000 and then hand them a TAF, and then hand them money to get the best coordinators, and then do that, then that person's going to succeed. Go find I, that. That's how I feel. I got one. I got okay. one. Okay. I, I definitely got one. I don't know if he, how, how much looks he, he's going to get, but my old coach coming up through high school, Tim Rebo. Tim Re- why not? Tim Rebo. He knows Louisiana. He can recruit, you know, and I, I don't see why not, man. I don't, you know, why, give him a shot, you know, give him, hey, at least pick up the phone. I don't even know if he's interested, but at least I would, I would pick up the phone call and call, hey, Tim, right. how you doing, man? Scott, this guy over here, uh, hey, man, we got a coaching vacancy over here at LSU, and I love what you're doing down there at Nichols. Would you be interested in coming uh, in, in this job? I mean, why not? Right. I know coach will, coach will be like, you know what? He probably he's listening right now. I'm like, Lee, man, get off the get off the phone, Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm well, saying, like, like man, I said, why? Man, like, there's, a, there's a lot of different names out there. You can kind of go that way. I, I don't know. I, I guess if I had to give a dark horse, as I'm thinking about the, I guess things that I would have liked to have seen or the things I just said, winning and doing. Like, Matt Campbell, it's a name that you've heard out there as well from Iowa State. He's won well there. I yep. know the season didn't go the way he wanted to see a seven and five, but. That could be a name. And look, I've seen a lot of different speculation about what about Matt Rule of Carolina? They got hammered again. My only issue there is I know Saban didn't do well in the pros, did well in college, is watching how he's handled the last three years in there, I, I'm a little leery. Same thing with Brady. Everybody at first of the coaching search was Brady, Brady, Brady. I'm like, he didn't even <laughs> you know how I feel about Brady. I, I've heard two different sides of the story, but no. I would not give it to Joe Brady, and right. I don't. I don't know about Matt Rule. That would make sense, you know, from that standpoint that he did very well to get that Carolina job. But there's certain things that I think translate no matter what level of football. Can you yeah. manage? Can you manage? And, and manage has a lot under it, right? Players, situations, adversity, the talent, whether it's recruiting in college scouting and pros can you get people under you to perform to their abilities or above right. them all of those different things well, and when i see what he's done in carolina that guy doesn't know what he wants at quarterback you know what i'm saying it's like I, right it, it was teddy right. threw him under the bus it's this guy darn only threw him under the bus now it's this you know with cam and literally this morning in his press conference he's like well i checked on sam and see how he's doing so you know and then he's still being asked whether or not he's gonna bench joe brady so I I just I I'm kind of like eh, I don't know you know I'm getting I I need I, I need somebody that seems to be able to handle situations and when I talk to two people that cover the Panthers that's what I get it's he's you know again I just go to Teddy last year Teddy Bridgewater before he um, started training camp this year with, with Denver literally said Matt Rule didn't work on third downs and and red zone. All season. Well, like, Gus, that that Gus, makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gus, I'm gonna leave you with this, man. Let okay. me tell you. If they gave if they gave Timmy Rebo a shot, I could promise you one thing. Nobody's gonna out physical LSU. They'll be the strongest team getting off the bus. Because that dude the serious when it comes to weight, the weight program, I don't know nobody more serious than Coach Tim Rebo. I'm telling you, bro, we might have guys that's more that we're playing with more talent, but there won't be no, there won't be a team that's going to out hustle LSU. They're gonna, they're gonna, right. they're gonna physically you to death, man. They, they're gonna, the weight room is gonna be 
that's what that's the religion. Yeah, that's the religion. And I'm telling you, I just think it it, it will be a solid hire, man, because the Tigers will be solid for years to come. I don't know how many national championships they'll win. Yeah, but they they won't get pumped by anybody. I hear. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate the phone call, man, for sure. Uh, Twitter Dave, you got about two and a half minutes. Now we'll go to break. We'll bring in Wilson Alexander, who covers the Tigers, and see what he knows, the very latest, what's going on there. LSU beat writer for the Advocate and Picayune. Twitter Dave, go. Hi, Gus. Real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think uh, Lane would be trolling if he was a candidate at all, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's being considered. Um, Your boy out of Cincinnati, he's from the Midwest. He's not Mm -hmm. coming here. Right. Uh, That's what I heard. Yep. Uh, Debo, uh, Debo likes playing one team a year, which is the, uh, uh, his uh, championship game a year. And then the rest of the games are basically uh, a bunch of snowballs uh, all year long. Who would want to lead that job and come here and not in the hardest conference, but what arguably the hardest division in all sports? Why would you want that? Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is, y'all, I heard you say earlier that LSU is a high-profile job. Yeah, it is. But why would the guy from Oklahoma want to come here when he's used to going just to the playoffs, granted, getting smoked, you know, but getting to the playoffs all 100%. the time? You go to 100%. the Pac-12. Yeah, USC, got to play Oregon. No, it is. You have one game a year, Oregon, which is, look, maybe why – it's it's maybe the right fit. And look, Billy Napier had several SEC teams ask him over the last several years. Why Florida? Why now? It's Georgia. It's the cocktail game. It's a neutral site in Jacksonville. That's going to be his toughest game during the year to try to get to Atlanta when he gets to that level and that team's got, you know, to that point. So, yeah, I mean, even to your point in the SEC East, and I know Kentucky's done well, and I know, but, and I know Tennessee, it's Georgia. So, I mean, if he can get, that place sorted out because some of the issues the last two years have been. And again, Florida did really good two years ago. This year, that a lot of off the field stuff. He couldn't settle Dan Mullen on a quarterback. And, and what Napier's going to do is run the football and play defense. Oh, by the way, what is Georgia right. doing? Oh, by the way, what staff was Napier on with Kirby Smart in 2015? Did you see that tweet, Twitter, Dave? He was on the Nick Saban yes. 2015 Alabama staff along with um, the Michigan State of coach, my, my name just uh, blew my mind just now. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that staff was incredible. The 2015 Alabama coaching staff. So again, I that's why I wanted him at LSU. But we'll see what happens. Man. Yeah, I agree with all that. I mean, I just don't. I I don't know what big names are left out there, honestly, uh, without actually given reason why they're not going to come to LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the most part, I. I uh, although he's trolling, although I don't think he's a candidate, but uh, after the uh, turndown for, for $12 million uh, by the Oklahoma coach, I think he is a candidate now. Uh, and honestly, I I like a guy that's uh, coached as a, a, a offensive coordinator in the SEC. I like a guy that's already a head coach in the SEC. And the fact that he's, uh, he's done recruited in Florida. Uh, okay. There's a lot of things to like about this guy, and, and there's a lot of things not to, but – uh, give me a name that doesn't have baggage uh, at this point uh, yeah. in, in, uh, in this recruiting. You know, you. And, and you, you let me know, okay? Twitter date. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. We'll hit the break. We'll bring in Wilson Alexander. By the way, on that staff in 2015, 
These are the current head coaches on that staff. Nick Saban, obviously, at Bama. Billy Napier at Florida. Kirby Smart, Georgia. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss. Mel Tucker, Michigan State. Mario Cristobal, Oregon. That was on the Nick Saban 2015 staff. (laughs) Nuts. Uh, Sports Hangover continues next with Wilson Alexander on ESPN New Orleans. Fall savings times at Barker Kia, which means you can save on our entire lineup of new Kias. These Kias are packed with value and technology. Best of all, these new Kias come with our famously low Barker Kia price. Take a look at the all-new Ultra Sporty 2022 Kia K5, a rebellious design built to rule the road with an 8-inch touchscreen and lane-keeping technology that all comes standard. Or drive home in a new 2022 Kia Sorento, the third-row 7-seat SUV that comes standard with family favorites features like smartphone integration and of course we have to mention the all-new kia carnival mpv the suv inspired van has a radical departure from the usual now that says it all so come save during the fall savings time at barker kia and get our famously low barker kia price and you know all these new kias come with a 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty that's barker kia and homer or shop online at barkerkia.com come see me people warranty is a limited powertrain warranty see kia.com or retail for details. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At the King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring the King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, 800-998-1003. Open up the phone lines at the top of the hour again. Coming up next hour, it'll be uh, Rafael Esparza. That's it that I got. So uh, I want to get your opinions, Tiger fans, as we bring in Mr. Wilson Alexander, who covers LSU for the Advocate and the Picayune. Wilson, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Guts. How are you? I, I'm good. Is your phone charged? And how busy has your phone been? I'm sure everybody wants to know, you know what? Yeah, it's uh, been busy for, well, I mean, all season, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but certainly uh, a lot over the last week, and uh, this thing begins to heat up and hopefully get toward a conclusion. All right, let's play some deductive reasoning here, and I promise we'll touch on the game on Saturday that took place in Tiger Stadium. But, look, with the names being announced yesterday, too, in particular, Lincoln Riley, Billy Napier, was a guy that I would have loved to seen in Baton Rouge officially going somewhere else. And you're looking at another weekend of games still to play with conference title games. 
could the next LSU head football coach be announced this week or after this weekend, you think? It's hard to say definitively anything about this search at all. There are so few people who truly and completely know the full story of what is going on with this search. Scott Woodward has kept an incredibly close circle. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the folks who might usually know something that's going on at LSU, whether it's an influential booster or a sure. board member or such, don't know as much as normal because of how close they've kept this to the best. With all that being said, the general feeling is that something will get done this week. Now, there could still remain the possibility that it stretches and it goes past the conference championship games. And that would obviously indicate that um, maybe somebody else he was considering is you know coaching in a conference championship game. Um, but the general feeling is that something could get done over the next you know few days, maybe. Um, I'd be pretty surprised, though, if we got to Friday and there still hadn't been an announcement at this point. Mm-hmm. And the reason I kind of bring up in terms of timing-wise, is it this Wednesday or next Wednesday, the December recruiting date? Uh, December 15th. Thir- okay, 15th. So that's why I was saying, because, I mean, I didn't think it would be you know, December 1st, so the 15th. So there is some sort of time, but I got to imagine, Will. So you, you definitely want that next head football coach to try to, you know, finish that recruiting class and make sure that you get the players that you're looking for that he would like as well before then. So three Wednesdays from this Wednesday, obviously before then. You would, Yeah, you would think so. Um, I mean, all sort of logic would point to that. Um you know, and I think that is something that is is on their mind. Um, they understand how important that early signing period is. Now in college football, mm-hmm. uh, roughly 80% of all recruits sign during the early signing period. And if you don't pick a coach until either right up against that date or even after it, then you're put. you know, they have some people in place on the personnel staff, Austin Thomas, sure. the general manager, who is still handling those things but it doesn't completely make up for not having a coach. You know, those players at the end of the day, they, they want to know who's coaching them and they need to get somebody in there in order to finish that off. But we have seen that Scott Woodward has pushed close to those kinds of days before. Um, and the baseball search, you know, comes right at the top of mind because of the, you know, is really what, what informs that, it, you know, they, they were some big days on the baseball calendar. One was uh, the ability for, players uh, in baseball to transfer once without sitting out a year was right at the end of of June, early July. And then there was the MLB draft, you know, in the middle of July. And they did not make that higher until the very end of June. Um, And people kind of on the baseball start getting kind of frantic. It's like, oh, gosh, what are we going to do? Well, they were the main patients because they wanted to find their their guy. They ended up getting him. um, But it took some time, and and it kind of got close to that. But now things seem to be working out pretty well over there at baseball. So, you know, they might be patient, you know. They want to find the right kind of person to build a program, not just, but, you know, they run the risk of damaging that recruiting class if they wait, wait too long. Right. Um, how much did you enjoy Lane Kiffin trolling yesterday? <laughs> that was funny. And I had some people be like, oh, we need to go hire Lane. And I was like, well, you, you certainly have a lot of drama uh, with Lane <laughs> Kiffin as your head coach. He likes to stir things up a bit. Of course, he was out over in New Orleans recruiting. Um, shoot, I don't know whose car that was. It might have just been a random car he saw on the street, right. but that was funny. <laughs> it was good. I, I do love the, and I, I obviously was like, oh, maybe, but the second one with the private jets and then the text 
big game hunting. I'm like, okay, well, he's using the phrase that's been associated with Woodward to be able to do that. But along those lines, I go there, Wilson, to ask you this. Could it be somebody that doesn't have that sort of big name, or do you think it will be a big name? And the only reason I say that because I looked at baseball, and you and I talked about it during that time where – Go get a good baseball coach that's won elsewhere, that's proven that may not be the quote-unquote big name. I'm not saying that he didn't have a big name, but you get what I'm getting at. It wasn't the, you know, national championships that are hanging in his, in his you know, in his office sort of guy. Um, could could we be looking at a maybe not a quote-unquote big name for the next head football coach? Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, it seems like sort of that, you know, that national – I mean, even Lincoln Riley hasn't won a national championship, but he was this sort of, I mean, it's kind of be hard to get a name that would be bigger than him um, in this search. But we've seen that, you know, just because you hired the big name or the hot name, you know, back in 2016, Texas hires Tom Herman. Obviously, LSU's mixed up in that whole thing as with Herman sort of playing both sides and getting to Texas. And, um, you know, that whole kind of <laughs> drama that unfolded there. And Herman ends up flaming out at Texas and was not a successful coach there. And so even though you might hire the hot name, it might not always be the right name to hire. And they do need to just find a good football coach who is going to build a stable and consistent program. Um, You know, usually somebody who has done it before already, um, you know, is a good way to go because, you know, you look at past success and uh, that then maybe then that person is a big name because of that reason. Um, But, you know, you could find, end up finding somebody who, you know, isn't necessarily, you know, when you say big names, I think of, you know, instantly recognizable names. Sure. You know, it might be somebody who people in the just general fan base who don't super closely, cover, you know, watch football might not, not might not know that name off the top of their head. Mm-hmm. They might not have seen those teams play, but that doesn't mean that they're like, you know, Jay, a lot of folks I think around us are like, wait, who's Jay Johnson? Because they hadn't seen Arizona baseball. Sure. But you might, uh, you know, end up with somebody like that who has had success um, but isn't necessarily just an instantly recognizable name for sure. WH Alexander underscore is the way to follow Wilson on Twitter. Got about two more minutes here. Um, what's the one name that's been texted to you or tweeted just by, you know, friends or whatever, or just people in the media that made you chuckle that would be oh. a possible hire? <laughs> That'd be possible. That's made me chuckle. Oh, yeah, man. The most. Like, uh, like, no way. I mean, like, stop it. You know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think because so many names have been have been tossed out, and you don't want to. That's the other thing about it. As a reporter, you don't want to just completely write any of them off because sure. it's a silly season. Like so many people, are like oh, Lincoln Riley's not going to leave Oklahoma, and then all of a sudden that blows up. So you don't want to like you know. I try to take all of them at least somewhat seriously, but you know, I guess the funniest ones are like people who are frankly not alive anymore that people will text it <laughs> as a joke, like you rock right. me, like oh let's go get him, and it's like well you mm. can't, yeah. <laughs> um, Stuff like that, but I mean, you know, you, you hear all sorts. Of things. I, 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 that's the other thing about it. I wouldn't put anything past Scott Woodward at all. Um, you know, he's got that reputation of going after, like you mentioned, those big names, and and he might continue to do so. Um, you know, someone texting like Bill Belichick. You're not going to get Bill Belichick or Nick Saban <laughs> or anything like that, which is obviously completely unrealistic. No, they're second um, in the AFC right those now. Are just with from that's not for me. Those are just from friends hoping that I'll be hired to be coach. Um. Got about a, a minute here. What would you say would be the most important thing? Like when Wilson, um, he, when Scott Woodward opens up the presser, or it's the first thing in the statement. What what is you? What do you think he's going to mention was the most important thing in this search? Yeah, I'm not sure how much Scott's going to really glean about that, but he's 
I wouldn't be surprised, I'd say this, to hear the words, you know, consistent and, and or like, you know, program builder, some mm-hmm. sort of phrase like that. Um, you know, Ed was sort of a rocky up and down tenure, especially since Scott came on in 2019. He saw a super high and super low. Right. And he probably would like to see somebody who is consistent and keeps it at the top, you know, um, of that. So I'd expect to maybe hear some words like that. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Wilson, thank you so much for your time for jumping in, man. And uh, once we hear an announcement, I'll probably call you again. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds good. I appreciate you having me, Gus. Have for a sure. Great day. At WH Alexander underscore, it covers the Tigers for the Advocates and the Picayune. Top of the hour, we've reached it. Uh, phone lines open for the next segment. I want to hear from you LSU fans and Saints fans. It's our second question of the day. How confident are you on Thursday? I'm pretty darn confident, honestly. I really am. We'll talk about that when we come back next on ESPN New Orleans. I got the- 